Are you being authentic? Are you being yourself? It's a great question to ask, and I'm gonna walk you through a couple ways to really figure out why it matters and are you. Hello there, entrepreneurs. How the heck are you? Today, we are going to talk about authenticity. And I'm going to talk about it because, one, it's a major theme of some of the work I'm doing right now myself in my own business, in my own life. Um, and it's something that we talked about uh, recently in the Next Level Academy. We, we spent last month going into authenticity a lot. And I still had some things coming up for me that I really just thought it'd be fun to share and kind of process and get out on this podcast. So I'm going to walk you through a little bit of what we talked about. Like we did a, a full hour on authenticity, on coaching around it and talking about it. And we did even more uh, calls after that, which was fantastic. But I want to give you kind of the cliff notes of why authenticity matters, why it matters so much. And so some people first ask, you know, what is authenticity? Well, authenticity is being true to your own personality, your own spirit, your own desires, and your own character. So I want to ask you right now, do you think every day that you live, every conversation that you have, all the work that you do, are you being true to your own personality, to your own spirit, your soul, to your desires, the things you want, the things you actually want, and to your character, right, your personality, what comes through on you, the person that you are on this earth. Are you being true to that? That's what authenticity is, okay? So I am, one of the things I'm trying to do this year myself is be way more authentic. And I'll explain what that means after I talk to you about the importance of authenticity. So first of all, authenticity is a emotion. It's something that we feel. We feel authentic. You have to be it to feel it. It's much like love. You have to give love to be able to understand and feel love. And so authenticity is like that. It's an emotion. It's a non-glamorous emotion, though. Not many people seek it out because it's not one that people talk about often, but it is emotion. It's not like happiness or joy or love or these ones that we think are great. Authenticity, though, is super important. And it also is much easier when you're younger and much difficult when you're older. We can all understand why when we're younger, we don't care as much about what people think about us most of the time. When we're older, we really fear what people think about us, and that's when authenticity gets hard. Now, authenticity, like I said, is an emotion. An emotion, let me just be clear, is energy in motion. It can be measured in frequencies. When we feel something, we literally have a frequency, a vibration in our body that is emitted out of our body. So have you ever been around someone who's really happy and you can feel their happiness? Have you ever been around someone who really loves you and you can feel their love? That's literally a frequency, a vibration that is emitting from them. Okay, I don't know if you've heard of a Faraday cage before, but a Faraday cage is um, this this little cage or this dome, <coughs> excuse me, where you go inside it and no radio waves, no frequencies, no signals of any kind can come into the cage. So when you're in the Faraday cage, there is nothing coming in, no Wi-Fi, no microwave, no 5G, nothing, no signal coming in. Okay, the only signals that will be in there are what's being emitted from who's in there. So if you want a cell phone in, you might get a vibration or a signal coming off the cell phone. It won't receive anything, but you'll feel that. So what this study did, it's called the Spain study. Uh, Gary Brecker talks about it a lot. And so uh, it's, it's, it's about emotion. And so they took all these people and they put them in a Faraday cage and they measured the frequency inside the Faraday cage 
um, of people just based on what they were feeling. So they would show them an image or a photo or a video outside of the cage. They could see it through, you know, glass or whatever, and they would emote a feeling to them. And there was one feeling, right? The, the feeling that we all want, the feeling that we think is incredible is love. And love is great. Love is like 400 um, hertz or something like that, the frequency of love. When we feel love, it's a great emotion. It makes us feel incredible. But they found an emotion that was surprising to them that was actually four times higher frequency, and frequency is attractive, just so you know, four times higher frequency than love, and that was authenticity. When someone felt they were being authentic, they were more attractive, they were more energetic, they felt happier, all of these things came together. It was almost like enlightenment, right? If you look at the, um, if you look at the chart of emotions and the frequencies and the, the highest level anyone could ever feel or achieve as far as frequency is enlightenment. Well, authenticity brings you up to those levels. It's absolutely incredible. So this is why authenticity matters. You will feel incredible when you're being authentic. Now, being authentic is being true to oneself, being yourself, okay? What, what prevents authenticity? Well, let me just tell you. It's really simple. There are things we can't control and things we can control. Things we can't control or seemingly can't control because we really um, feel like they have a hold on us is our fear of judgment. We're always going to have a fear of judgment. It's always going to be there. The fear can exist and we can get over it. But we can't control that the fear of judgment will exist. Our ego will exist. Our earliest relationships. So the earliest relationships you had um, as a child um, and the potential for feeling abandonment. And I don't mean abandonment like someone left you on a doorstep. I mean abandonment like if you were 10 days old and you were hungry and there wasn't food immediately available the second you felt hungry. And you had to wait 30 seconds, 60 seconds for someone to bring you a bottle or for someone to feed you, you felt abandonment. As children, we're very, very needy. And in the in the three seconds, we felt hunger, we felt abandoned. So we can't control that. When we our earliest relationships will have a huge effect on our ability to be authentic because we are conditioned and patterned in our earliest relationships. We talked all about this at the Mexico retreat. I can go into 100 hours of detail on this. But just trust me on this one. Your earliest relationships is, will affect your authenticity. We can't control that. It's already happened. And also, any mistrust or past traumas you have from, being, uh, from childhood, we can't control that at this point. It happened. Those are conditioning aspects that make us not want to be as authentic today. Why? Because maybe we were ourselves when we were younger, and we were didn't care what people thought, and we got hurt. We were taken advantage of. We experienced a trauma, something. And what our brain did immediately was say, "Oh, when when you don't you know you don't want to take blame for it." So you go, "When you're yourself, when you're outgoing, when you're humorous, when you let your guard down, bad things can happen to you." And that will prevent some authenticity later in life. It'll make it harder. The things we can control is that we desire safety and security. And so it's really, if you have fear of judgment, it's really hard to be authentic when you just desire safety and security. We feel it's much safer to be whoever we need to be in the room to prevent a safety or security issue. So if you get in a room with someone and you go, in order not to get hurt in this room, I should act this way. I should please this person. I should do whatever. We create these crazy conundrums in ourselves of like people pleasing 
to avoid confrontation. The things that we can control is we want to be accepted. Nobody wants to not be accepted. We want to be accepted. We want everyone to like us. It's not possible. You're not going to be accepted by everyone. Not everyone's going to like you. We want to keep up. The world moves faster than it's ever moved in the history of our civilization. And we want to keep up with that. But being authentic means actually to slow down. Being authentic actually means you have to stop and ask yourself, is this what you really want? And we don't feel like we have the time to do that. And the last one that we can control is this really interesting topic, which I can dive into for years. It's called uh, mimetic desire. Mimetic desire is just a subconscious imitation of other people's desires. You desire what other people want. This is all, if you want to look this up, it's Rene Girard, okay? Rene Girard is a French philosopher, I believe. Um, he just died, I think, back in 2015, but he's got an amazing book of work on this mimetic desire. And here's what he says. This will just give you a bit of an insight to it. Man is the creature who does not know what to desire, and he turns to others in order to make up his mind. We desire what other desires, what others desire, because we imitate their desires. And so that's one of the reasons it's hard to be authentic when we don't even know what we really want. And one of the things I've been working on a lot is my desires. Why, why do I want to make X amount of money? Why do I want to drive this car? Why do I want this type of house? Why do I want to go on this vacation? Why do I want this amount of money? And honestly, if I wasn't influenced by other people, would I want these things? And so it's really interesting, Mimetic Desire. That's a whole other podcast episode, I promise you, which I, I will bring you at some point where we um, did a whole conversation inside the academy on this as well, and I think it's a really cool topic. But let's stick to authenticity for a minute. But when you have desires that aren't really yours and you don't understand why you have them because you just want some award or you just want what somebody else has or whatever the case, you're not really being authentic. So I'm going to give you the questions right now to ask to see if you're being authentic. These are the questions you should be asking yourself. Do you know who you are and do you know why? We just did an entire week in Mexico literally focused on that question. So it's a lot of work, but it's good just to ask yourself the question. Do you know what you stand for and why? If it came down to it where you had to take a stand, do you know what you stand for and why? You know, it's funny. You look back at any of the big world events that happened, you know, the Me Too movement, the Black Lives Matter, um, all the things that we've experienced in the last, you know, five to ten years. And you ask yourself this, do people really understand what they're standing for? And are they standing for it because everyone else is standing for it? Or are they standing for it because they understand it and believe in it? Now, I'm not saying I'm not getting into political discussion of what people should believe and what they should stand for. I'm saying if you're going to stand for something, you better know what you stand for and why. Don't just stand for something because everyone else is standing for it and it seems like the trendy thing to do. Stand for it because you believe in it. And to believe in it, you have to know about it. You have to be authentic to the causes you want to stand for. Do you know what you fear? And do you know why? Look, do you fear the dark only because you watched other people have bad things happen to them in the dark and you watched other fears come up about the dark? What are your authentic fears? What are you actually scared of? Look, when I was younger, I had an incident with a snake, right? A snake, like I, I had this horrible um vision of a snake attacking me when I saw a snake. And so I I hate snakes. I didn't borrow that from somebody else. That's authentically my fear because of an experience I had that I lived, not something that I saw or something that someone told me about. Do you know what you want and why? The desires piece. 
Man, the one thing that I can tell you, if you need to get authentic in one area, it is in your desires. It is so toxic to be desiring what other people desire. So here's my challenge to you. I call it Authenticity 2024. A daily practice of letting go who we think we're supposed to be and embracing who we are. A daily practice of letting go who we think we're supposed to be and embracing who we actually are. I'm going to give you the six rules of authenticity real quick. Number one, this is what I'm doing to practice authenticity. Be impeccable with your word. Do what you say and say what you do. Be impeccable with your word. This builds trust with yourself. Number two, don't take anything personally. It's not personal. Don't take it personally. Number three, accept that you cannot please everyone. Because if you do take things personally, then you're going to avoid your values to try to please other people, and that's where you get into trouble. Number four, learn to say no. You want to be authentic? Say no when you don't want to do something. Say no when you don't want to go to this place for dinner. Say no when you don't want to help this person do this thing. Don't feel bad about it. Say what you really want to say. Say no to things. Number five, have set and maintain boundaries. Boundaries are what keep your authenticity in play. You need boundaries. Saying no is a boundary. Not pleasing everyone is a boundary. Not taking things personal is a boundary. Having, setting, and maintaining boundaries. And number six, always do your best. Always do your best. Now, here's the funny thing. The best is a moving scale. There are some days when your best will be eating and showering because it's a really rough day for you. Energetically, mentally, whatever. You're just low. And that's okay. Do your best that day. What's your best on that day? Some days you can run a marathon and that's your best. Well, go do your best that day. Doing your best doesn't mean pushing yourself to the standard that you've set for yourself. It means adapting to what your best is that day and doing it. Those are my rules of authenticity. You're going to notice a lot more. I've tried to be authentic through my entire uh, business. And I can tell you that there are times when I've gotten off track. Times when my desires were skewed, times where I was influenced too heavily, times where I was doing what other people thought I should do. And so you're going to notice a lot more authenticity. Hopefully it's not a match, massive shift that you notice, but um, I can feel that I'm acting and, and, and doing and saying and working slightly differently than I have in the past. And I really, really am enjoying it. So that's my that's my um, insight on authenticity, why it matters, why it's important, and my challenge to you to make 2024 the year you're authentic. Now, if I am being authentic, I will tell you right now, I would love to have you inside the academy. I would love to see more people. I have a goal of getting more members in the academy this year. And not it's not a revenue-based goal. I think if it was, you wouldn't have seen me reduce the price from $3,000 to only $997 if it was a revenue-based goal. It's not a revenue-based goal. It's about impact. I am looking to make more impact. I am looking to reach more people. I am looking to help people and be a producer in their life of great things. And that's why I'm inviting you inside. So I'm going to tell you in just a minute how you can join, but that's me being authentic and saying, look, I record these podcasts to show you the amount of value and the expertise that I have to give you incentive to come and do the real work with me, which is what we do inside the academy. I also have some options to work with me directly one-on-one if that's what you're interested in. If you're saying, hey, the academy's not for me, I don't wanna work in a group setting, I'd rather work with you one-on-one, 
you could always contact me about that. I always love to have consults with people, have conversations with them, make sure they're the right fit. I do limit how many people I work with one-on-one to keep the quality high. Uh, I work with about 15 to 16 people a year on the one-on-one level. I used to work with 30, 35 people a year. Um, I no longer do that um, because I want to be authentic to what makes sense to me in my life and the type of service I want to provide. And I can only provide the highest level of service, the highest quality partnership with my one-on-one clients when I take on a limited number of them. So you can find out all that information more over my website, www.davemoreno.ca. And I'll tell you all about the Academy right now. That's right. The Next Level Academy is only $997. One-time fee, lifetime access. You get the vault. You get all my webinars, all my courses I've ever created. Plus, you get live coaching with me every single Friday, not to mention an amazing community of other entrepreneurs. Check it out, www.davemoreno.ca slash academy.